Hello, I'm Taj, digitally known as Tropic Vibes, the host of Nifty Business, where we highlight NFTs and explore Web 3.0 as we move from pure speculation to creating real-world value. There's this quote by Zig Ziglar that I absolutely love. It is, if you aim at nothing, you will hit it every time. And this is something that we often talk about or a quote that we use when we're talking about goal setting. So I'd like to ask you a question. What is your Web3 goal? How do you measure your success? And unless you have a goal determined, what are you exactly measuring against anyways? So today we're going to discuss Web3 goals for both collectors and creators. So most people come into the space as a collector because after all, it is very hard to come in as a creator unless you understand what this market is all about. And the best way to understand what everything is going on is to collect for yourself. So as a collector, a lot of times people don't even have a goal and then they measure their success or failures based on how they feel at that moment. And that really is an unhealthy way to do it. So as far as measuring your success, what is your goal for coming into this space? And if you're coming into the space for the goal of reselling, well, what is your return that you're expecting to get when you make a purchase for whatever the price is? I don't care if it's in Seoul, ETH, US dollars, WAX, ADA, or any other currency for that matter understanding what you're getting in there for and what your return is expected to be. A lot of people don't even understand that. So let's say you're looking for a 10% or a 20% return. Upfront when you make that purchase, if you have that determined, so using simple numbers and whatever currency that it is that you're purchasing, I'm just gonna use dollars for simple fact, and you purchase it for $100 worth of whatever currency. Well, if you're looking for a 20% return that you know that you want to sell it, your exit point is going to be at 120 so setting that and determining that up front helps you to know what you would call a failure or a success. And also, in addition to that, if you're looking at this thing as a resale, understanding where you're planning to make your stop losses. And this is something that we talk about when you are doing stocks and currency trading and all sorts of different things. But as far as what your maximum amount of loss that you're willing to tolerate is, because some people are coming into this space, which is highly not recommended. Maybe they're not even in the whole game of collecting for the sake of art or whatever it might be. And they're doing this as a play on how to make money. And they're trading it just like stocks and anything. And I think that is a very dangerous thing to do, mainly because these are illiquid assets. These aren't something that you can sell very quickly. And they're a little bit harder to move, more so than even cryptocurrencies or stocks or anything. So anyone coming to the space and playing with money that they cannot afford to lose is very dangerous and not recommended at all. But understanding just in general what your tolerable loss is helps you to know when you could possibly get out of something if this is not money that you can afford to go to zero, which I do not recommend again. So having those numbers in mind, what your expected return is and what the maximum amount of loss that you have, then you can determine success or, or loss. And knowing that upfront is just very helpful. But what if you're just collecting this to as a true collector who is not even looking for this for any kind of return or anything of that nature, but you're looking at it for collecting as a set. So this is like someone who is collecting, say, Pokemon cards or uh, baseball cards or whatever it is, and they just know that they want the complete set. So understanding up front, well, how many of these NFTs are in that particular set? How many is it going to take to fill it out? And estimating what is the exact amount that I'm going to have to pay for all of this and just looking at the landscape and saying, well, what are the odds of getting all of these? Well, understanding that and knowing that up front helps you to determine where you're successful or if you have failed at this mission. Because, for example, if I'm collecting, say, Hoodlum Society, which is I'm a part of that team, and I'm just going to use that as an example because I just know that everything is defined out there 
you can know exactly how many NFTs are in that particular set, if they have some duos, and how you're going to collect that. This is a very collectible collection, so I know if it is a duo that I'm going to have to get two in that particular set. And in order to get that, I'm going to have to get the first one, and then I have to look on the market to find the second one whenever it does come out. And I know that if I collect both of those, then I'm going to end up getting a third one for free. And this is not just in this collection, but that's just the one that I am familiar with because obviously I'm working with the team. However, even when I came into the space on Wax, I knew that there were different collections that I knew that I wanted certain amounts. For example, when I first came in, the very first NFT collection that I purchased was with the Blockchain Heroes. And there is no utility outside of the collectability of this. So when I came into the space, it was very much of knowing that I wanted to fill out the set. I just wanted to collect certain ones. And it was not with the goal of trying to resell them, trying to make a fortune with them. I just wanted to hold all of them and know that I have the full set. So knowing that upfront, what it's going to take to actually do that is just very beneficial so you can know if you're failing or you're succeeding. Or also, if there is a community aspect to the particular NFT, so especially over on ETH, right? A lot of those communities that are built around the profile pictures or whatever it might be, and they know that they're getting into this for one reason or another, whether this is a proof collected where it's not even a profile picture play, it is just literally a membership to that group. Or if it is something like, say, the Moonbirds, which is their other collection where there's actually a profile element to that. Well, just knowing that you're getting into that for the network, having access to those people. Well, if you define that up front, then it doesn't really matter if you are getting a rare one or filling out a set for that matter. And just understanding, okay, the main goal of getting into this community is to network, maybe find my next business partner or a best friend. You know, some of these collections, you literally might be getting into it to just meet someone, a soulmate, someone that you can interact with. Or in the case of, let's say you are seeking a business partner, someone who has some skills that might complement yours. Or if you're a founder looking for an investor or a VC, like an angel investor, someone who's going to put funds into your particular project or business, well, if you know that upfront, the main reason why you're getting into that particular NFT, so regardless of where the floor price goes, if you're collecting a full set or not, it does not matter. You know you're getting in there for the networking and the community and all those things. So once you have that written down and you know exactly what you're looking for, then you can determine, well, was this a success or was this a failure? But unless you have that defined, well, there's so many other metrics that you could possibly weigh against and you don't even know if it's a success or a failure, but just knowing that upfront is very important and beneficial. So what if you're a seller, someone that is creating different NFTs and you are trying to turn this into a business and you're trying to make money within Web3? Again, knowing what your goal is upfront is going to help you determine success or failure. Because again, if you do not know what the goal is, there is no way to measure your success or failure. So if you're a full-time income, if you're an artist and you're trying to get it through selling these NFTs, well, you know a particular number that you're going to need to replace. Let's say you have a day job of $50,000 and you want to come into NFT space and uh, do your art and do whatever it is. You know that you have a number of $50,000 that you want to replace and just measuring it against that. Well, how much did I sell this week? How much did I sell that month? How's that balancing out compared to my day job? So you have a set number of what you're trying to get. And when it comes to these numbers and hitting these targets of sales, let's say one of the best ways and easy ways to do this is coming from my online marketing background is to work backwards. So if I know that my goal is $50,000 per year, well, dividing that by 12 gets me how much I need to get per month. Then if I look at what I'm selling my NFTs for, then I can break it down to say, okay, well, this is how much I need to sell per month in order to hit that target. So reverse engineering it, and you can get it even down to a much more smaller number, getting it down by the week or by the day. So I know that, okay, I have to create X amount per week, 
X amount per month in order to hit my $50,000 per year, have to get those sales. Well, how am I going to do that? Well, I know that if I hold a space once a week, I'll end up selling two. Well, if I'm selling two per week and then I can work out the price to figure out exactly how much I need to do in order to get to my 50,000. So that might sound a little complicated, but simply just know this. If you have a set number that you're trying to hit, just work backwards and try to figure out exactly what it is that you're trying to hit, reverse engineer it, and that's how you can determine your success. And this is something that I learned from when I was doing cutlery sales back in the day when my sophomore year of college. And this was when I was basically doing these home demos and presentations and learning how to hit my goals. And this is the same thing that carried over to real estate and everything. It's just knowing once you know your percentages, your numbers and all that stuff and you just work backwards, I know exactly how many phone calls I'm going to have to make, how many presentations I'm going to make, how many mailers I'm going to have to send out, how many different demos I'm going to do, open houses, whatever it might be. And just knowing your numbers in order to hit that success or not. So then I can just tweak it. Okay, well, I'm not hitting this because my sales number is not as much as I need it to be. So does that mean I need to increase my prices or does that mean I need to do some more showings in order to get those numbers up and more in line? Because if I know my goal absolutely is set in stone, that is what I need to hit. So I have to figure out how I'm going to hit that. Well, let's say it's not even about the money play. You are someone who is developing a DAP, a decentralized application, and your goal is to solve some sort of problem. I don't know. This could be anything. It could be like world hunger. It could be world peace. It could be just any kind of aspirational goal that has nothing to do with the money itself. Well, understanding that you're building an app that has that particular feature, whatever it is that you're trying to solve, and then people are using it, then having that number of, okay, well, I know that by the end of the year, I wanna have 100,000 people using this. Well, reverse engineering that, again, breaking down those numbers and working backwards and saying, okay, each month, this is how many people I need on the platform. Each week, this is how many people I need on the platform. Each day, this is how many people I need on the platform. And in order to hit those numbers, this is what I'm gonna have to do. I'm gonna have to put out X amount of posts on Twitter. I'm going to have this amount of spaces and so forth and just figuring out what those numbers are in order to hit that goal. Once you have some numbers, then you just play with it. See what you need to ramp up. Where is your success coming from? And all you know that your goal is that number and that's the target you're trying to hit and you dress everything accordingly to see what is going to take you there. But you don't know that unless you have a goal set. If you're just saying, okay, I just want to have more people using my application. Well, does that mean at the end of the year you have one new person using it? That's too vague. That is too broad of a goal. So in order to really define success, you need to have a set concrete number knowing that this is where I want to go. And maybe the number that you pick is just way too big, absolutely unrealistic, whatever. You can adjust that. However, just understanding the fact that, okay, this is what we're working with. This is what we're trying to hit. And then again, trying to just reverse engineer it to hit that number. That is how you're going to determine your success or not. Otherwise, you just are flying in the dark and you have no idea if you're doing well, you're failing or what, if you're slacking off. There's a thing that they say in marketing as well is that what gets measured gets improved. So unless you have that goal and you're measuring your performance against it each day or month, whatever benchmark that you want to use, that is how you're going to perform. That is how you're going to improve it. And this is the same thing with losing weight, doing more push-ups and sit-ups, anything for that matter. Just measuring it and then breaking it down and then incrementally getting there. And then either way, whether you're a collector or you are someone who is selling your creator, Having an exit strategy is very important. So you know up front, okay, this is my exit point. This is what I'm trying to get out of this. And if I know this is what success looks like, there's going to be a couple things that's going to be involved with this. The time frame of how long that I'm willing to do this for, also the amount of money or whatever return I'm going to look for. 
or specific result. Maybe it's a lifestyle change or something. So it's not even about the exact number. Say you might not have, let's say I want to make $100,000 a year selling NFTs or I want to do X amount of sales in a certain day. But I just know that by the end of the year, I want to have my weekends off. I want to be able to take my kids out to school and spend time with my loved ones, go visit my parents every now and then, things like that. That could be a lifestyle goal. So if that is what is hitting and you're able to do all that, you're able to have a lifestyle through this Web3 stuff, then you know you found success. Otherwise, again, as I said, unless something is defined, you're not going to know if you're going to have success or not. If you aim at nothing, you will hit it every single time. So just having that out front is very beneficial to you and everyone involved. So hopefully you found that interesting. And that is just a great quote. Zig Ziglar, lots of quotes that are out there of him. And I just highly recommend just Googling him if you don't know who he is. Just one of those people that is very well known in the marketing circles and what have you, personal development and so forth. But really, it is beneficial for even Web3 and anything. And a lot of that, this thought was really sparked by that quote and that mindset and bringing in some sales techniques and trying to figure out your numbers and so forth and really just putting it into Web3, defining your goal, defining your success. So hopefully you found this helpful and interesting. If you did, I would absolutely appreciate it if you gave me a rating or a review on whatever podcast app you're listening to. It does help new people to find this show and check it out. But either way, I just want to thank you for taking the time to listen to this as we're learning and building Web3 together. So until next time, later. The Nifty Business Show is not investment advice. It provides insights and information within the space. As with anything, please do your own research before making a decision whether you're making an investment or a purchase.